Hello. 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 And welcome to the 45th episode of. <laughs> Just about made it. Last week, last week was better. Last week I went down. Oh, it's one day I'm gonna try and find some microtonal shit in there. Do that. Do you know that? Like, nah. I was about to say. You got issues, bro. Actual issues. Um, with me, Barney. Me, Alpha. Me, Jordan. Boys, I'm I'm currently drinking a beer. I feel, you know, change things up a little bit, guys. You know? I've down my beer. Yeah, Jordan. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's let's talk about this. So every every week before um, we record the podcast, we have dinner together because we love each other very much, and we <laughs> we hug each other. <laughs> Speak for yourself, man. Speak for anyway, yourselves. Jordan has this thing about eating food really really quickly, and it's 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 a it's like he's a, a professional food eater. What's that? What are those people called? Speed eater. Speed eater. It's it's mad. But then do I think that do I eat slowly? No, I, I do. I eat, eat very slowly. Most it's people. like we're like the free the free bears. <laughs> Literally, it's like you know, like when Goldilocks got into the house, it's like, oh, this is too cold. This is medium. This is too hot. Or something like that. I can't remember the story. I can't remember the story. But I am the very Fact slow check. eater. <laughs> we're gonna really, fact check really a, a, a flipping fairy tale. Really, fuck us, baby. Is that a fairy tale? Technically? <laughs> it's a fairy tale. It's a fable. What's the difference? No. <laughs> oh, technically, it is a fable because animals are involved. Sorry. Is that the wait, rule? Wait, whoa, hello, what? Sorry, but it's not like it wouldn't be classed as a fable. Alpha, sorry, um, for me, stupid one of it. What do you? What, what, are, what fables? Fables have are animal? like animal stories, aren't they? Are they? Wait. Yeah, like normal stories with animals. Old old school stories, like I thought, a fable was just a story with a moral in it. Yeah, but tend to be animals, like mostly. But wait, does it? Can it be? Let me let me let me let me fact check. Let's fact check. The infamous story of the donkey carrying the salt over the bridge, and the salt was too heavy, so the donkey walked through the water. The salt dissolved, and the bag became Oh, let me read you off some fables. Okay, the hare and the tortoise. Yep. Uh, the ugly, like the ugly duckling. That sounds like a pub The in fox London. and the goat. The lion and the boar. Hey, Alpha, have you, have you, have you changed my... Okay, can, can you Google? Hey, sorry, guys. I'm... Does a fable okay, need an hold animal? On. Is there, is there, yeah, does a fable need an animal? Guys, I don't or, know why... Are we doing. using fables in the right... No, let me just go Webster. Oh, What's Webster? let's go to... Let's, I'm just typing in fables meaning in Google. <laughs> a short story typically with animals as characters conveying the moral. Wiki podcast, Wiki podcast, listen. Oh, mate, I don't Mother say anything no more unless there are facts involved. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's for this moment. <laughs> I would I would have been on the other side of this. I, don't, I have no... How did you know that? I just know that. I just know... Am I just dumb? Wait, does everybody know this? I don't think you're dumb, but have you read many... <laughs> that doesn't sound very convincing. No, no, no. <laughs> no, like, there's... I'm I'm so... I'm crap with general knowledge. Like, there's probably some things that's mad obvious to you. Yeah. That I'll just probably learn on the go. Like, oh, it never occurred to me because I didn't ever care about it. Hmm. That's, Do you know yeah. what I mean? My general knowledge is low as well. I'm really bad at trivia. Are you? But as you know, I'm in Mensa Society. Oh, here oh, we are. Go on, Jordan, Let me ask you something. As a Mensa Society person, <laughs> like, are there certain traits that kids have? Like, do kids... I read something about, like, loads of kids reading encyclopedias when they're young, and that's what is, so what, what is What is Mensa? Oh, yeah, go on. Go oh, on. no, it's going to sound like narcissistic. Yeah, yeah start, start, let's start from the jump. What's, what's Mensa? Mensa is a private society for only the top 2% IQ in the world. Crazy, because it's a Ghanaian name. <laughs> is it? 
<laughs> the blacks. <laughs> hey, our theory, yeah, that we put together last week yep. about the CEO of everything in the world All being the a black man. Yep. It's, it's piecing together. The top 2% in the world, Mensa, yeah? Yep. Wait. I'm with it. Um, so okay, so how did you? So how on earth do you join Mensa? So yeah, for, for Christmas, I got an IQ test and I did it, and I was invited. Okay, how did they invite? Would they send like so a, like, like, a, like a peacock you get, to your you house? Do, like, <laughs> just like to give you um, to, do you, you do, but you do two tests. Okay, one is non-cultural tests. So right. from anyone from any English-speaking country, won't be disadvantaged. Because it's like pure, like spatial reasoning, maths, and weird shit like that. And the other one is like, if basically, I'll give you an example of one of the questions. Yeah, let's see if we have smart we are. Oh, I'm gonna make it up. So okay, oh, yeah, do oh, that. okay but I'll give you. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so cat is the word, and there are yeah. five words, and you need to find the odd word out from cat. Okay. Right. So cat's the main word. Yeah. Um, lion. Okay. Cheetah. Yeah. Elephant, yeah. Zeb- zebra, <laughs> zebra, yeah. Lizard. I, I would say lizard. Yes, cause... reptilian baby. Yeah, yeah, that's why. But yeah, you don't make me laugh yet. I thought you was just gonna name types of big cats, yeah. and you, because when you got to elephant, your face was like elephant, elephant. as in like that's the answer, kids. <laughs> so that that was that was it. So that's the but that, that was like a whole test on that sort of shit. Anyway, I I got um in the top zero point six percent of what of the world of the world. So what can you what powers? Why are you like that? What powers? <laughs> it's does funny that because give you? I actually can't. I I have no knowledge. I don't read, so I got bad vocabulary, but. I have one strength where it's ba- all it measures is like processing speed. So I got fast RAM. I got lots of RAM <laughs> and good graphics card. But I got no um. <laughs> good graphics but I'm card. using Linux. I'm not using like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like, do they send you like a like a certificate or something? Yes, yeah, I got to send an envelope. What powers an does this give you? Of what? What can you, you do? You go and join the community and you talk about stuff. But everyone's like sixty and they have tea and. So I haven't made any friends yet. Wait, so wait, you have, wait, this is fascinating. Yo. You have mentor meetings? They do, yeah. Are you allowed, do. did you sign an NDA or are you allowed to talk oh, about, what, or is it what happens at mentor? I think they basically catch up and play like board games and shit. That does sound oh, like yeah. you. That does sound like um, So wait, so how do they meet up? Like who do you, like? There's an annual meeting every year where like one mentor person organises it. Is there like a mentor magazine? There's a mentor magazine I get sent. Wow. Wait, well, oh wait, well, okay. But what? it's, I don't read it, it's... Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Too smart for the zero point six percent Exactly, oh, this is beneath me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts, though. What does Mensa stand for? Oh, actually, well... Hmm? Could we just establish it? exemplary Nationally. Satiatingly. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> okay. This is just smart. Amazingly can't be the last thing. It can't end with amazing. Amazing can't be the now. Yeah, that can't be the thing. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, how's uh, your week been, Barney? Okay. Okay. Listen. How's okay. Wait. 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 Yeah. No, nah, I don't like this now because what's happening is is that you guys are picking on me, and every no, week you guys are going, "Oh, how's your week, Barney?" Because like, yeah, we want to know. Can we not ask anymore? So what is it? Is it going to be a thing where it's like? You know, it's gonna be a negative reaction every time we. Are. No, 
first of all, there hasn't been any negative reaction. This is the first negative reaction. Okay. Last week I said, yes, okay. yeah, it was yeah. great. Thank you so much for caring. The week before, I was like, oh my God, you care about me. This week, I've been like, hey, 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 hey. This hey, is hey, too hey. much. Yeah. Now you know how we feel every time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but yes, week out of 10, um, better. What was last week? For on you? one. <laughs> my granddad died. Oh, yeah, yeah. By the way, I want to apologise. I don't know why I'm apologising, but I laughed when I said my granddad died. And I wasn't laughing at him dying. I think I was laughing at the, the idea of it being bleak, a bleak way to start the podcast. But if any... It's a big thing, by the way, using humour to disguise traumatic experiences. Ooh. Oh, Mensa boy. Mensa man. But just so you know, because I, I, I listened back, because I edit the podcast. Yeah. So I listened back and I'm like, oh man, we sound kind of... You know, it's kind of insensitive, <laughs> but it's because we'd already spoken about this, but yes. not on air. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. by the time we're on air, we're like, you know, sort of busting joke about certain yeah, things. Being jovial. So just yeah, yeah. It's 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 cool. We're a, it's better than a one. We're human. Yes. So it's not so. So, so oh, yeah. so no, yeah. I'm probably on a five. That's all right. Big jump. That's actually good. That's that's, that's a huge. I'm jump. finally meeting up with you lot. Yeah. That means that's, yeah. That's really good, yeah. So I've been um, finishing the album with Jack. Yep. You announced it, this. Well, was week. it like a, could you call that an announce or would you just sort of hint? Because you said something like tag, I tagged who this album is with in yeah. this post. Yep. I was did, that kind of cryptic? I did a soppy post. I did a... Um, Fun uh, to make music again. Yeah, I said, yeah. Fall for, for in love for, with in love with music again today. And then I tagged Jack on it. Um, no. Hey, don't know me. Hey, I love it. You know what? I love the hidden tag. Um, what's it called? It's not snail trail. Um, snail trail is the hair from your uh, pubic area to the belly button. What? What is happening? Mensa man in the building. I read that on one of the blogs on Mensa. You got to call you start calling you MJ. Mensa Jordan. Yeah, Mensa Jordan. MJ. That's it. Um, I'm not I don't know. What, you're, what, what were you, you even about? talking about? No, the, the, the tag, the <laughs> hidden tag. Photo. Where were you getting to? So we kind of just shut you down. Yeah, sorry, Jordan, people yeah. use that as like a sneaky, not witch hunt, fucking. <laughs> Jordan, you're using terrible egg words. Here. Fucking. Oh, the, oh, I get what you're saying. So the tag in the like a treasure hunt. Treasure hunt. Got you. Got you. Fuck. Got you. Got you. That's so yeah, he 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 tagged them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he. Snail trail. I got how you got there. No, treasure hunt. You no, know, no, you gotta no, follow the. Alpha. Come no, on, I'm man. not following the you snail trail. I'm not. Come I refuse. On, um, but yeah, so um, it's it's been really nice. Yeah. I think what's good about making a joint album is that, given over the responsibility, um, to somebody that to produce it. So, mm-hmm. um, a lot of time my own albums, obviously, you kind of A and R them. I'm not saying I'm not involved with the process with Jack, I am, but he's obviously controlling more of the, like he produces everything on the album and it's just a, it's just a, a easier way for me to kind of like take, um, you know. Are you sharing an artist's name or are you going to give um, with, with, Jack I, X, you? I, I throw it to you guys. What do you guys think? Do you reckon it's better to, like if you're doing a collaborative album, to have a name of the album or have you guys artist names and then the name of the album? Well, a lot of duo, of you could treat it like a lot of duos. That's going on now like mm. what is it like what Freddie Gibbs Mad Lib yeah. like um, Blue Ma- Blue and Mad Lib they didn't have a new name per se yeah. but, then, but, but then, some people would have like but sort then, of but then Run the Jewels 
Yeah, Run the Jewels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run the Jewels. I think a, I think a new name would be sick because it's a different energy yeah. entirely. Oh, bro, you're a watch, bro. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I heard cool it last work. week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what about what about? I've seen people release a side project, but in the primary artist is still tagged their own artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do that as but well. I, but I think be in juice? a way, in an, in a cynical way, it would be good. It would be good to have your name on it. Because he, because of the clout that the project brings. Hopefully, you never know. It might not bring clout, but yeah. Mr. Jukes, he's he's like got the. He's just done the Blue Note track. He had, um, yeah, he's like he blew up last year when he was touring or with his album. Well, he was already Bombay yeah. Bicycle Club, which exactly. is stupidly huge. Yeah. Um, Do you reckon, but they're, I reckon they're different fans. Nah, I he could I, like still. So it's like when the when the solo person of any huge band leaves, yeah, the amount of fans. That they have that don't underestimate the amount of oh, bro. that they crossover. open up basically the amount of crossover. Yeah. But um, if anyone has any names for these guys, mm, that's a good one. Like send them in. I'm trying to think. So it's it's, it's full names are Barney artist. Yeah. And Mr. Jukes is Mr. Jukes is yeah his the artist. artist. Name. Yeah. Okay. So either Mr. Artist, which I don't think would work. Elf one. No. I don't think that would work. <laughs> I like that. Mr. Artist is not too bad. <laughs> but Barney Jukes is quite cool. Barney Jukes, I like that. Or like B Jukes or Duke Barney J or <laughs> Jukesy. Uh, Guys, this is not going well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it um, is hot, man. Naming an artist name is so hard. Yeah, why? Okay. It can't be BJ. But, okay, what? What? I'll stop. Right. I'm not talking about album BJ. Okay, okay, wait. Sorry. I don't know what's happening tonight, yeah, but it's mad. Um, it's late. It's, it's, what made you choose to be called Jordan Rakai and what made you choose to be called Alpha Mist and what did you call Barney Artist? No. <laughs> <laughs> How did you ask yeah. yourself a question there? I don't, know, I thought, I don't want to be left out. I think I just um, created a MySpace, like my personal MySpace page used yeah. to have my own music that my friends heard. And then I started getting a bit of a... Bit of a Brisbane buzz. Bit of a, yeah. <laughs> the mental man with the Brisbane so I was buzz. Like, I can't get rid of, yeah, just kept my name. Did you ever think about not having your full name as your artist name? No, because I found, I sort of did think this, that my last name does look weird to some people anyway. They might think it is an artist's name. So It looks cool, to be fair. Yeah, it's great. looks like, whoa, fucking hell, that's sick. Okay, okay. Serious. Right. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha? Um, Leanne's not, hold on, Leanne's um, name is not her actual name. Oh, how about it's not her name? Oh, yeah. exposing, okay. Um, I actually honestly don't know. What's her, we, what's we, her we, actual... Weekly podcast, I this. think it's like... Leanne Johnson or something straight up. Ah, oh, to be fair, La Havas is way but yeah, yeah, it's like, hits a lot better. Hey, hey, yeah. I love I love any Shout of the Johnsons Leanne. though. Alright, but here, here's Barney open heart <laughs> <laughs> Calling out on the airwaves. Um Alpha, yeah, why Alpha missed? Um I just wanted to be Alpha, to be honest. I was missed when I was a lot younger, when I was rapping and making grand music and stuff like that. I just it was just missed in my area. That's yeah. what I was. And then I just wanted to shake it off, but I couldn't commit to just Alpha, which is my actual name. Yeah, I couldn't commit to just that because you know Alpha Romeo is yeah. out there. I was like, well, when I get bigger than Alpha Romeo, <laughs> then I can drop it finally. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously, Greek alphabet. <laughs> I mean, it's a different spelling. That's not too bad. Yeah. But Alpha Romeo is literally A L F A. So yeah. I'm just like, I've I've just got a stick missed at the end there. Mm. But yeah, it's. I don't really, you know, 
it's like being attached to an actual last name that isn't your last name. Basically. Yeah. I don't really care for how many much, people think there. that Mr. is your last name. I think people think the whole Alpha Mist is all a fake name. Ah. So it's that way around because you lot just know me as Al- Alpha. Because you know Alpha is a Alpha. unique name. Yeah, it is. To be fair, obviously I'm known Alpha forever. So it doesn't probably doesn't sound weird to people that know me, but mm. everyone new probably just thinks Alpha Mist is the whole. I understand that. Fair enough. Um, so would you ever change it? <clears throat> I I do just introduce myself as Alpha. Yeah, that's true. But like handles and stuff like that, like Instagram handles, all that, I've just got to be, it's got to be the full thing. Yeah. I suppose I don't come, I don't introduce myself as Barney Artist. I think this is the most interesting of the three. Why is Artist at the end of your name? So what, do you want the real answer or do you want the PR answer? <laughs> <laughs> okay, give, uh, give me PR first because... Because I paint pictures with words and... <laughs> 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 I can't think of with words yeah, it was because I'm art, like, you know, the art is so important and, you know, <laughs> and I feel like I got in, you know, it's got to connect to the people because I want to, you know, I connect with art. <clears throat> yeah, man, that's a... Uh... And what's the personal answer? So, back in the day on Twitter, yeah, when... <laughs> it's such a shit story. Back in the day on Twitter, um, when artists used to, like, make a Twitter account, they would just put artists at the end of their name. Artist or music. Artist or music. So that's why... Oh, some, yeah. Some people be like... Wasn't your Twitter like Jordan Rakai music? Or yeah, yeah, it used to be something like that. Yeah. yeah, and so mine was Barney, and I was like, "Oh, artist," and so then Barney artist, and then that's literally why I'm called Barney artist. Great story. <laughs> but also, it's... you got an Alfa Romeo in your life as well. You got the purple dinosaur Barney, oh, bro. Which oh, if man. you if you just left the Barney, it's good that you have Barney artist. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, the purple dinosaur. I I want to speak about. Well, the purple dinosaur. The people people thinking that like. It's really funny to be like, uh, like, the, like the purple dinosaur, <laughs> like what? Alpha just did. <laughs> no, 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 no. You gotta understand. But they're like busting. Like, you they gotta think understand it's really funny. that it's new to every time someone says that to you, it's new for them. So it's like for me, it's yeah. like oh Alpha, Alpha Romeo. It's like Alpha Greek alphabet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Jordan, it's, like, <laughs> it's like you gotta roll with the punches and go. Yeah, hold on, you've lived with this name, so. Nothing is new for you. You've heard every iteration of. Does not get annoying name. though? <laughs> I don't know. Not really. Not when I'm like, this is the first time for you. So let me not spoil it for you. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you, Do you think that like when you have a kid, would you name? So like my dad's called Nicholas. My mom's called Pamela. Yeah, I have like have like half brothers. One's called Colin. Sister's called Cynthia. And I'm the only one that's called <laughs> Barnabas. Yeah. Hectic, yeah. <laughs> would you? Yeah, have to deal with being with it all, yeah. When you have a kid, will you call your kid something normal, or would you call a, a unique name? What is normal now, though? Because what did who named like someone named their kid some symbols or some shit? Who done that? <laughs> what? Someone called it. There, yeah, there's some <laughs> celebs. Some, one of these symbols. celebs. No, like literally symbols. <laughs> I think oh, it was yeah, Elon yeah. Musk. No, Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What did he call his kid? Um, you probably can't even say it out loud. No, it was uh, it was like X equals. Yeah. Some like crazy. someone felt like he, he like he like, fell on his phone when he was wow. putting the name in. <laughs> that basically. That's so mad. What? His wife is someone big as well, but they were like, yeah, we're super progressive. How is that progressive? Anyway, so yeah, would you like? Have you thought about that? Like, when you have I'm kids? all f- I'm all for the normal names. Otherwise, they're going to get filtered out. I'm about giving pets human names, <laughs> and then you can, you can spice up with a kid. But I like like a Derek for a dog. <laughs> Do you know? 
<laughs> or like Jamal for a cat. <laughs> Jamal, what are you doing? No. <laughs> Jamal the cat. <laughs> Alright, so anyway, out of 10, Jordan, how's your week been? Probably 7 out of 10. Whoa! That's good. That's a leapfrog. First week of Patreon or first, second week? Yes, yeah, sort of the first week of Patreon. So, yeah, how was that? Getting the well, content that, yeah, out into the world. How's that process been? Like, what, so, what is it like? What made you think about starting a Patreon in the first place? Um, you know, what was that? Um, Weekly podcast, baby. This is how we roll. We are mm. professional podcasters now. Um, so the <laughs> the Patreon was like, I basically, I did song from nothing in at the start of lockdown. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, but it was a commitment. It was like a lot of work and a lot of like information I was giving out. Yeah. I was like, and I've always wanted to do this thing. Basically, the end goal is to like run this week long weird retreat where like I have experts teaching people like parts of music and then also they're learning there's like a meditation teacher or yoga it people sounds like a cult you said that I've, you I've said that wanted to do this for ages yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so but i need to I build that. up how to teach people first yeah okay, um okay. i need to like develop those skills so mm-hmm. like my song from nothing thing was much more like in my own space and there were comments and i would sort of respond to comments but now i'm doing master classes and doing like short videos and doing concerts but it's cool it's basically last week all the times i would have had free mm. to play chess or do nothing i was having to work on my patreon but it's good i got more shit to do now even though i'm already busy at least i'm not like wasting any more time is it is it is it, is it intense it's not intense no it's it's more exciting like today i had to do a a, a long form video and i was excited to come in and like do it because i don't know what i'm going to do i don't plan for those they just happen and I go with the flow. It's like putting yourself out. It's sort of like freestyling yeah, yeah, yeah. for an hour and a half. Like yeah. if you choke, mm. I like the challenge of that. Mm. Fear of freestyling. That reminds me of a there's like a Homeboy Sandman video called uh, I think it's called Don't Look Down, but it came out recently. Homeboy Sandman. I played him a couple of weeks back, but the, the video is kind of anxiety inducing. Yeah, because he's basically trying to jump parkour from one roof to another roof, basically. I didn't. And I didn't the in real life. Yeah, in real life. But he mentioned, he was like, there's so many fears in this life. And then he mentioned fear of freestyling is another, as a as a fear, basically. Mm. And I was, like, I was just thinking, rapping, because there ain't many rappers that fully, like, freestyle, because of the whole branding and clout thing. Yeah. And because everything's recorded now. Yeah. Like, people won't necessarily hear every video and go, they won't know if you're freestyling or yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people don't want to look bad in yep. any situation mm-hmm. when they're rapping. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a huge fear like 100%. that there wasn't before. Like people used to just, you know, freestyle like when I was, was in school, freestyling the flipping in like the playground Yeah, stuff. playground, stuff like that. And I don't really see that with all these young rappers coming up. Do you well, know I, what I mean? I think I think is that exactly what you're saying though, isn't it? I think before there was like <clears throat> anonymity. So you could just do it and yeah, you don't yeah. have to worry about, it's just like word of mouth, isn't it? You can be like, oh, it was sick. Because everyone in back. the area, everyone around you understands your freestyling. Exactly. So you can be as crap as you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because everyone understands. Yeah. Like, it's just off the top of his head. So it, you know, or, yeah. the, or the worst thing is like, have you ever watched um, like, a, like a performance back, right? And you think you've killed it and you've watched it back and it's not the same because the energy in the room and the energy in the vibe 
is different because I don't like, watch back any performances. Man, really? Never? Nah, never. You've never watched a performance back? Nah. I don't watch them because um <laughs> because I always know like I know how I felt at the time. Yeah. And if I had a positive feeling to it, I not I'll never watch it back. Yeah. If I had a negative feeling, I still don't want to watch it back because yeah. of the negative feeling to it. Yeah. yeah. So I, it just ends up like that. You just Where it's like I don't yeah, I don't watch it back to go I only think about how to improve the set from a mental perspective. I'm just thinking about how the show came off, but actual performance, reliving some shit, man. Really? I don't do that. Yeah, I don't do it. To be f- Jordan, do you watch the stuff back? You do, right? Sometimes, yeah. Only to, like, it's funny, you have to, a festival will film me and I have to watch it back to okay it. Yeah. So I, I have to, like, go, they like, we want to release the whole set. And I'm yeah. like, oh, God, no. So... I watch back and I'm like, okay, we bombed out of the baseline. I want to cut that. Can you cut from 45 minutes to 49? Oh, so, okay, okay, yeah, so yeah. like, that's the only reason. But I don't watch it back for... Um, Let's we'll take notes. Yeah, stuff. yeah. We were talking about that last year, like how many concerts we were watching to like st- other people's concerts. Oh, I yeah. watch a lot of concerts. Oh, I, I do that of, so yeah, much. Yeah. But I can't watch myself. Yeah, I watch tons of them. But, but I don't watch my... I suppose I'm not at the point where I'm getting recorded that much anyway to watch back. So then, is, is that the same feeling when you... Um, people at like Instagram your show and they tag you in it? Isn't that uh, the same? Instagram clips are... That's, not, that's nothing because they're like a minute, 30 seconds. Right. Yeah, yeah. And they're normally good bits. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, I've got full sets on YouTube. Ah, uh, why'd I say that? Don't search <laughs> my name on YouTube. Oh, God, I've got a full but set as well. I've got, like, you know, just full length floating out there. things on YouTube that I'm like I can't I can't go back to watch this because I don't know I feel like I improve quite quickly yeah and that's that's a good thing but it's a bad thing as well when you when it comes to watching your old stuff even mm-hmm. if, yeah. it's, if it's a show from two months ago I'm like I'm so much better why did I like I was crap back then yeah. two months ago yeah yeah do you do know you, what I mean do so. you think um, you don't have to say them but do you think if you were asked to do Tiny Desk you would know the songs you would do now no not not sitting now but i would think about it because you know it. it's like there'll, a 15 minute limit yeah yeah there'll be some there'll be some songs that rise to there's songs in my set that need to be in my set and i'll probably play those ones yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Tiny Desk. congratulations a million, oh thank you yeah a million a million views on the tiny desk oh yeah yeah thank you sick well done mate mental man um <laughs> how do you how did it feel crazy uh, it was um it's still a bit like I said this when I game came back, but um, a little bit bittersweet because you think of Tiny Desk as that really fun. When I watch it, they're all like laughing and having fun, but because of a few things that happened on the day, yeah. um, we were just, well, I, per- I personally was a bit stressed. And it was the last day of the American tour, so we'd just done 16 shows. My mm. voice wasn't strong. It's just like I had no confidence. So the whole time I was like on edge. I wasn't going for any like vocal runs or anything. Mm. But um, I'm happy, like, obviously, <laughs> it's yeah. an amazing opportunity. Because not every Tiny gets a million views, which I, which I was surprised about. But, like, I, I look, I've seen some of them and they haven't got that. Like, to get a million views on Tiny is a really good thing. Oh, thanks. It's a good thing, mate. It's a good thing. Uh, yeah. Are you more positive than you were 10 years ago? Or um, are you... Um, I would say... And what were you, like, 10 years ago? 10 years ago, I was 18. Yeah. First year of uni. Yeah. Um... Well, college. Did well, you, did, 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 you, did you know you wanted to be like, I'm going to do music and it's going to do whatever? I didn't. I so that was like just before uni. I wasn't, I always say this in like my interviews. This is my stock standard answer. Sick. But um, 
Yeah, I, I never was going to do music. I was actually, I had applied to go to like, I think it was Griffith University in Brisbane to like study engineering or something. Jeez. Because my end of school mark was like good enough for threshold I could study it. And then I told mum and then I, I told mum and then I went to this like career expo and there was like an army, um, like TP, no, what do they call You know, there's like, the tent. Yeah, what? Like a tent. Yeah, an army tent or something. Yeah. And they're like, join the army, you get $40,000 for your first year and then you free training and you get really ripped. And it was all this thing about like, I was like, oh my God, yeah, six. So I went home and told my mom that I was going to sign to the army. And she was like, no, no. And then you should do music. And I told dad and then dad was like, you should do music. And that's why I did it. And then so boom, that's now so good at from, from that first year, I met all the people that went and played on my first DP. So like, I literally wouldn't have done, I was making music, but yeah. I wasn't doing it professionally so when i went to uni i was just like yeah i mean i still was just studying it because i didn't have anything else to do but it became after i started like going to my first rehearsals and like doing all those you know like groups where you get put in groups sing covers like with yeah. Jimi hendrix or something yeah um but anyway that's where i was 10 years ago really like loving music yeah. now like i'm sad because i thought about this recently um i'm not us, as I've talked about this a lot like I'm not as fearless as I used to be like when I first moved to London in terms mm. of creatively mm. I would like you know I feel like my track was Spavin on my first albums like I would never make that now why? well I would love to but there's this thing in my brain that they won't do well that a track like that won't oh, do oh that well. track will get skipped or or right. my my management or my label or even people I go will be like oh yeah cool I don't know and I'm sad because mm. like I would have loved to made a whole album like Toko yeah. So and lately on the new album, I've been having moments where I've been making weirder stuff like Toko mm. and other stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm youthful again. I feel like sort of like you misheard your tweet. Mm. I was like, um, fuck yeah, I'm like loving music again because it can be very algorithmic for me. I'm like, cool, this chord works. This groove here, drop the beat out here, blah, bring the tension, blah, blah. Mm. But with like songs like Toko, mm. they don't have a structure. They're just like weird, they're entities. Mm. So I'm trying to write more like that. So I'm thinking way more about the creative process now in terms of like I'm judging it too much. Do you think that's because of age or do you reckon that's because of the success of your career? Like, do you think that's because you're just older that you question things more and you go, okay, well, it's not as fluffy and whatever. Or is it because you're at a certain level of success that so you go, okay, well, I've got the pressure of the label, management, da, 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 that I'm making. This well, some, some things are like, um, I hear crazy music now. Mm. And I'm like, hey, that's really cool. Mm. That's like, that's sick. But I'm going to listen to something like Bob Marley is really chilled and mm. really easy to digest because mm. I'm not really up. I'm not in the headspace to like listen to that. Yeah. But at that age, I was trying to find all that weird yeah. odd timing yeah. and all the odd chords and that sort of thing. Yeah. So like, that's partly that, like that. But, um, and then secondly, there is a thing where those big songs do earn a lot more money. And I'm like, well... Origin to me was that album where I was like, well, I wonder, I'll play the game and see what happens. Like if yeah. I try and make a slightly more commercial album yeah. and annoyingly it's done the best. So yeah, would you, would you have, <laughs> so mad, but would you have liked it if it didn't do as well as it did? Would you have been like, ah, okay, well, tried it, it didn't work. No, because or... it would have been like, I did something, I wasn't, no, I, I, I love the album, but like, I'm not as proud of it as I am of the other ones. Yeah. But so I would be like, I did something I slightly compromised on and it hasn't done well, so I'd be, I would have been down. Yeah. 
but it's did the best yeah in terms of like numbers and all that but you're stuff still down about it I'm well, yeah, because I don't, I don't necessarily care about the numbers. I would rather like have enjoyed the process. So with this new album, I made like a pact. I was like, I'm gonna be fearless. I'm gonna make really crazy ideas. And later, like, my label or my management or people in my band will be like, maybe you should rein them in. Mm. But I don't want to. Don't be, create with that. Don't create with that thing in mind. Beforehand. Whereas when I wrote some songs on Origin, for example, <laughs> say something. Yeah. Just put it out there. Say some the second track. Yeah. Um, I I had got a message from my label like this album's cool but you know I think we need one or two more songs mm. I don't feel like that's bad to say that's no, what the label no, says no no that's not bad to say and um, so I was a bit annoyed about that yeah. and um, so I went into the studio and made Say Something in like an hour lyrically chords beat bass like the whole track is like yeah. and I was and I played it to everyone. They're like, this is fucking sick this should be the lead single yeah. and I was thinking I put no heart into this yeah. whereas like Oasis, I really love this track that Spaven drummed on. Yeah. And um, obviously, least played track on the album. So yeah. it's funny how. But that, 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 that's does, does the, the world. least. So does the least played track on the album equate to the least good out. Al- no, the worst song on the album. No, not. Well. So do you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like but it least... does when you're. When I'm trying to argue my point. Yeah. Like, let me. This is my sound. They'll go, well, look at the data. Yeah. Can I ask you something? And you, and like, oh shit like, maybe you have to cut it out on an honest one you need to also answer this question after yeah the, yeah but like run. do you can you literally be like I'm putting out whatever I want can you be like I'm not listening to I can you? but the problem is yeah if you do if, if an artist is like that yeah at an indie yeah. like let's say Ninja yeah then I feel like they're not going to support you yeah. as well because they're investing in you of course so if you play hardball yeah you'll get your way yeah and I'd be happy with it, but then they might not fight it and pray. I don't know. They yeah, no, might not I, I fully work it. That. Yeah, I think that's with everything, though, isn't it? I think any time you, you know, like me doing an album with Jack, there's songs that I'll be like, I'm rapping maybe a little bit less, you know, flowy because I know it's like it's a compromise on like, oh, I like that sound like this, and I suppose it's the idea of compromise and yeah. find that. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's only bad when you, you know, you can't make anything that you like. Where it's literally just like dictatorship like no you must make us this otherwise it will never like and I don't think they like that but I think it's the, it is the idea of you know you want it to do well and you want success that's what I suppose is yeah I think the problem is with letting them in too early mm. I think the creation process should just be you doing whatever you want literally whatever you want and then you bring them in at the end to but if you start with them mm that's when it's like, it starts getting mechanical in how you make things and stuff Yeah, like totally. That. Alpha, do you, do you believe in A&Rs then? Um, do you believe in yeah. A&R? Because like an A&R, I was like, so an A&R like, works with the label usually, has like insight of like certain things, but also can be quite hands-on, like, you know, come into sessions. Yeah, be I, like, oh, I, haven't, I, I haven't seen a successful one yet, but I believe in them. It's almost like, I was going to say it's like Christmas. It's not like Christmas. <laughs> I don't believe in Santa. I don't believe in Tipping Rudolph and that. But, yeah. You know, when you haven't, I don't, I don't see any evidence of it with anyone I know. I don't see any evidence of a and good A&R. working with anyone I know. Um, but that's not me slagging off a and yeah. in, in general. Yeah. My world doesn't ev- ever um, cross over with A&Rs. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or they have a bad. They're shown in a bad light. Yeah. In my world, because sort of, I guess people I know, mm-hmm. um, Jordan is signed. 
and has an alright relationship, but yeah. everyone else I know that's been signed has been chewed and spat out by yeah. the system. Do you mm. know what I mean? I, and they haven't had good A and R's. Yeah. Like so, <clears throat> but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying all A and R's are bad yeah. because I know the role of an A and R. I think they should adjust their role to their artists, basically. But I don't think enough A and R's do that. Enough A and R's. Uh, I mean, a lot of A&Rs will probably go, this is my A&R style, mm-hmm. I'm going to apply this to mm-hmm. everyone. Exactly. And that's where I think you end up crap because yeah. you're trying to be this guy for everyone. Some people are way more hands-on with their yeah. creation and yeah. their, than others. Some people really need A&Rs. Yeah, 100%. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? But, like, then, but then I think, but also when it comes to, when they have a level of success with, success with one artist... They yeah. kind of it's kind of like major labels in general. Once they have one artist that yeah, they, yeah. they've done well with, they will use that as a badge of honor for every single artist they work with. After that, I find it really weird when someone goes, "I've made this album, I did this." Someone random. I did this Oasis album. I was an A on that what that Oasis album. It did really really well. So now I'm going to apply the same technique that I did with this Oasis album to this rapper. It doesn't mm-hmm. make it doesn't make sense, but it's like once you have like this level of clout, yeah, yeah, um, you kind of like can just like bulldoze over the artistic process and kind of just get away with it because yeah. of success. Well, there's I, a lot of roles like that, isn't it? So you got A and R's, um, and in the actual music world, you got executive producers. Yeah, that you know it's a clout yeah. thing. Yeah, they do have a good ear, yeah. but it's really I've done this and I've done that, yeah. and the albums may have no relation, but you know, you in that situation may not be you in this situation, mm-hmm. but some are good and they adapt to situations. Mm-hmm. But that's in music. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the in the suits side of the industry, that's all over the place, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, fully. Hundred. People think they're things. Yeah. Everyone thinks they're an artist. Yeah, 100%. That's the problem with the music industry. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone. A good example for me in my process of V and R with the what's it called Ninja Tune <laughs> is um he's wearing a Ninja Tune top as well. By the way, yeah. literally, yeah. My second album, Wallflower, yeah. The second track, May, used yeah. to be an instrumental, and used to be six and a half minutes, and um, <laughs> it was just basically those chords just throbbing along as it was like building and building and building, yeah. and then I remember he the A and R there said like this is a beautiful instrumental. It would be much stronger with a vocal on it. Um, consider it and I remember at the time being really annoyed by that because I was like this is my big wall of soundtrack mm. fuck every, you know I'm not making verse chorus verse chorus but I was like fine I'll try and write something it ended up being one of my favourite songs I've made which yeah. is May yeah. a sick tune. and deep song as well and um, yeah and the lyrics like are actually to most people who talk to me about it my fans like it's the strong point not the instrumentalist yeah. so it's like he was telling me the idea of like you know if, the production's cool, but it is the song that gravitates to these people that like end up mm. being lifelong fans. Mm. So it's that constant. After that example, I constantly have that in my head of like when I'm going on a limb making a seven-minute obscure tune. Yeah. I'm like, where's the song? Does it need to have a song? Or what? Who am I like, yeah. as an artist? Why can't I just make this obscure yeah. seven-minute instrumental? Yeah. And then that that's so that I have all those thoughts now. Like because sometimes that process works, then yeah. other times like would say something where I made an algorithmic song and like that worked and I I like am angry at that process so like mm. sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but see that's what I'm saying though you're you're lucky enough I guess to have an A&R you don't have to A&R your stuff mm. do you know what I'm saying when you're creating don't A&R it at the same time 
Do you know what I mean? Don't have your, don't mm. make your stuff through a filter. Mm. Or oh, someone's going to yeah. come in and do that after anyway. That's a sick point. That's, make, it sounds really interesting. Really yeah. That is really interesting. Alpha, yeah. So yeah, just make your, just make whatever you want to make un, just like, Unfiltered. and then have the fights later. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's how you probably should deal. I don't know, man, but that's how I would um, deal with it. But I don't, to be honest, I don't have those sorts. I'm, I'm very stubborn, in it? So yeah. there could be points like I would have probably left that instrumental basically <laughs> and you made it a vocal and it's touched all these people's lives yeah. and now and they've just been like it. why are you talking to me do you know what I mean <laughs> With the, this, this is going to be this but I, think, I think the main point of that is that like, one it but, touched bad people but also that he ended up loving exactly it. it's one of your favourites yeah. so, so it's like it's not always good to be the way I am yeah. but I just literally I can't help being <laughs> being being like this when 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 I've when I've made some to be honest though there are it's it's probably there's ways it's when someone's job is assigned to do that specific thing, I don't think I've had that before right I don't I haven't had an A and R whose job it is to sort of audit your music and because maybe you'll be more accepting. Do you know what I mean? Of but, the role. But I, I think that will be, you would have to assign that person the role in the first place. I don't think someone could be like, hey, Alpha, you signed to this label, here's your A&R. Here, and you, and you push it. Like, it will have to be you being like, I like what you do. I think you, I want you to come and help me work on my album. I think it'll have to be that way around for you to yeah, listen. So you reckon there can be A&R specialists who have like a, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Who I am going to, oh, well, yeah. Basically, I like, exactly. I really like the producing. colours that this A&R. I think so. I, I, I think there's there's people that you can be like, I really like what you, how you think and how you, whatever. I want you to come and listen to this album or my album and, and give me a, another set of eyes on it. Um, do you have an A&R for this um, new project with, with Jack? Jack, uh, Jack, Jack, Jack's the A&R. Jack's the A&R. Well, it's interesting because, yeah, like, he coming from Bombay Bicycle Club, like they're a, like an indie pop band, right? And they're yeah. massive. So, and then obviously Mr. Jukes is was like his like jazz outlet outlet yeah, from yeah. the band. But he writes all the music for Bombay in it. Like he is Bombay Bicycle Club pretty much, right? Yeah. Um, and there is something about having success, um, successful pop songs that you're regardless if you try to run away from it, you have an ear. For some that will that will seep through yeah, all, yeah. all your all your music, and um, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's, it can be an amazing thing because it's your it's your you know what works. It's your colors, isn't it? Like it's, yeah. the, it's the way you you create, and it, and, it, and it seeps through. So, what's interesting about this album with Jack is that he loves hip hop, um, but he loves like the lyrical, miracle, spherical hip hop, right? Um, it's the know, best kind, right? The li- but like, but he doesn't. You know what? Like you like it, but you don't like it. Uh, you you love you love listening to it, but you don't like but you don't it. like making it. But you think you like making it. So what happened is, is I think a lot of the time we had to find a balance of is that corny? No, that like we're not going to do a cipher and I'm, no one's going to beatbox on that song. Like because because there's like a le- like being a rapper, mm. your awareness of what is good and what is corny is is very heightened because you do it all the time. Yeah. The same way that I don't have a clue about indie music. So I could think this indie band is is great and they're terrible because I don't have a, a filter on what is great yeah, or what's yeah, yeah. bad. So yeah. so like say me loving if I love Nickelback, do you know what I'm saying? Like Nickelback <laughs> I hey. thought they were well for them. You just my, you remind me of I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> they 
absolutely shat on. Coldplay. People hate Coldplay with a passion. And I didn't know this. Yeah, people like, need to what? chill, man. I'm like, what's wrong with Coldplay? But it's that. It's the idea of like, I'm part of this scene. I know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So what's cool with the, the stuff with Jack is that like, Two words colliding. Yeah. Two words, two specialists in different words. Yeah, but f- about finding middle ground. And I'm, I'm making music that I wouldn't necessarily make as a solo thing, but I would do it, but I can do it with Jack. I feel free to be able to be like, well, that's on that album um, and stuff. And I think, because I, I was making my solo album mm. before and I'm still going to be making it, mm-hmm. it's kind of given me like, be able to like, be a little bit darker on my solo album, be a little bit whatever on my solo album. Yeah. I sort of think of that weirdly my features are usually bigger than my own music Mm. so like if my features is the way of the world hearing me then my album can be my experience of like the darkest stuff that I truly like exactly like the shit that I want to show spot on all right, well... Speaking mm. of shit I want to show... That was a good segue. <laughs> we got uh, a couple questions, don't we? Okay, let's do a question. Hey, guys, what's the story? Um, first off, this weekly episode, Buzz, you guys are on, is just an absolute godsend uh, in our lockdown anyway over in, over in Ireland. Um, so my bit more serious question is, lately I've just been super struggling with creativity, right? because we have all this time you know at the start in my head I was like right I I have all this time to write this is deadly and I did kind of start off that way but now I'm just in this hole of like everything I touch I think is trash and I'm I can't finish anything I'm getting super frustrated everything I do just nothing like sounds good anymore and now I don't even know what sounds good or what doesn't where I used to know myself or I'd be like content with myself you know like oh that's fine i'll move on to the next project now and um, so i just wondered as you're all songwriters as well you know have you experienced anything similar if you do kind of put yourselves in this like little dark hole how do you get out do you have any tips for that or do you just kind of write it out i mean obviously it's probably going to go away eventually hopefully um maybe if the lockdown ends or something but it's like because there's nothing to do except this like you can't draw inspiration from anywhere or there's no like variety in life. I'm just like in my little room studio like for nine hours a day, but I'm not actually getting that much done. I'm just going in weird circles. Kind of sucks. Anyway, any help or advice would be unreal. Well, that was from Sam Ludlow underscore who on Instagram. Thanks for the question, Sam. Thanks, Sam. I'll let... um. You guys start that one off. So, so I, I'm guessing it's um, specifically about the lockdown period and being trapped in the situation. Cause I think that's the most. I mean, that's the angle, right? The angle is more about being. I mean, it could be at any point in life where mm-hmm. you're just not feeling your music. You're not feeling the stuff you're doing. You don't really know where to go next with it and everything. All your projects, right, at the moment are not doing it for you. Yeah. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been like that, definitely. It does come, you do come out of it, but it is good to take breaks as well. Mm. Like, do something completely different or make something completely different. Yeah, that's a good idea. So you can make something from a completely different space, another genre, something you're uncomfortable with or something you're interested in, but you don't, you know, you don't know much about it. Mm. Just for you to play around with it. That's a really good idea, actually. And you might bring yourself, you know, back to where it is, mm. you know, you love and stuff like that. I think 
Um, you know, also not putting pressure on yourself to make stuff that comes out. So sometimes you can be like, I need the song to come, like, quite like what Jordan oh, was yeah, saying yeah. about the A&R brain whilst making music, being like, oh, well, this is it. I need to make something like this. Um, I think one thing that helped me um, was making stuff and being like, okay, it's not working. And just look like, it's not working. Yeah. And keep, and I think some, I don't know if his studios, I don't know if he said his studio. At his house. At his house. Sometimes that's the worst thing when your studio's in your vicinity because you know, sometimes you need a, a, a break away from it, from your from your creation station. <laughs> that rhyme. Hey. <laughs> um, so like, yeah, trust me, out here. <laughs> I'll be Rams. Um, yeah, like I, sometimes you've got to just step away from it completely. Um, obviously, with lockdown, it's, tif- it's difficult, but. Yeah, because we're literally, yeah, we can't. Yeah. But like, I, I, I remember my, my manager, my old manager, shout out to Nadine. She, um, I remember one time I was, I was talking to her on the phone and she was like, oh, I was like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'll just write some poetry. And I was like, why are you writing poetry? And she goes, oh, like, I'm not good at it, but just because you're not good at something doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Yeah, right. hobby wise, like yeah, that's good. Do you know what I'm like saying? I've got yeah, yeah. And I think that, but like, I'm saying that that could be another way of you do something else. That you have to be great at it. And it doesn't have to have to have any bearing or any interest in what you're doing musically. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't have to have any correlation. Mm-hmm. You can do, but I could bring that within music as well. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Like you could be like a pop writer that like, like just for fun studies like jazz bebop. Yeah. Like do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at night, just yeah. like trying to get your hands faster or something like that 100%. or just pick up another instrument or yeah. like I thought about buying like a like a cello or something like that do you know what I mean like I don't play and I probably won't play ever but just for fun like yeah. when I was younger I was like oh man you know how people have grand pianos in their house I want a double bass sick do you know what I mean yeah. uh, that's a you know, I don't know how I feel about that now but that's definitely how <laughs> I, I felt I need that launch phase <laughs> <laughs> yeah I need to maybe yeah. the next place after this but anyway yeah double Double bass, I just wanted one. And yeah. I thought they were cool. I thought people that played them were cool. Mm. But I never had any plan or intention yeah. to play it. Do you and, know that's, I mean? and that's fine. And maybe I, I will like attempt it, but I won't put it in my music. Exactly. And I think I think that's that's fine. And I think that's what one thing, yeah, like people need to, you know, don't be afraid to do things just for the sake of you like it. No one needs to hear it, no one says whatever, but it can be your your own personal thing. And yeah, it can be within music, it can be without it out of music you can do drawing colouring in <laughs> you know it's, you know, it's funny yeah. it's like in a really really nice way we're just saying get a hobby do you know what I mean but no but I, I, don't, and, but I don't think people and, bro I don't think a lot of musicians have hobbies bro yeah yeah that's the because, because music, music is, is their love is their love but like but when your love is also your work you need a hobby as 100%. well 100% there's some people yeah some people do cooking some people do just normal stuff as their hobbies yeah. like I'm trying to get into some really normal mundane stuff like when I got into Home Under the Hammer. Yeah, oh yeah, like, exactly. But that was more hobby for me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Interior design, all that stuff like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I was just thinking. I'm just like. Graphic design course. Like it's so far away from me and yeah. what I understand and what I, you know. But I don't know. It's because I don't, I'm not interacting with it every day. Whereas mm. at music, I'm forced to. So to relax. To be honest though, like you can have the good, like a good balance where you can make music for fun all day and just take like ten percent of it, and that's your album. Yeah, yeah, like, that's yeah. the perfect. Ba- but not everyone operates like that. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a good point actually. Uh, when I was doing some of my song from Nothings, I was trying to uh, not consciously, but there was a couple of the videos were actually 
I was spending an hour and a half making this idea mm. and then I really loved this two bar beat and I literally deleted everything I'd done yeah, in right. that hour and a half of previous and like started new from this idea trying to teach people like that is what a creative process is like not being yeah, yeah, scared yeah. to like delete yeah man seven yeah. hours of work for truly understanding that that bridge you wrote is actually amazing and that should be your new that should be your song yeah, but yeah, yeah what Alpha said before about um doing new music is a good idea in lockdown like I, I did some like fun things where I was writing to pitch like I was asked um I won't say who it was but someone was like this huge singer in the world wants some songs yeah. um would you be down to try and write some to like pitch to them to see if they like it so I spent three days like writing really poppy really like How was it was that it, fun for you? Basically? It was sick because it was not like work. Like you said, it was yeah, more yeah. like, hey, what what would... Th- you're like separating yourself. Yeah, what yeah, would this yeah. person do in this situation? What is a melody that's like that the seven-year-olds would sing along to sort of thing? Yeah. Um, it was sick. Maybe I'll play it like, you know, and maybe play one of the tunes. Jeez, or maybe okay. the artist will play it. <laughs> <laughs> if she takes it. Um, but no, that's no, a good she. idea. That yeah. made me really like... I really enjoyed those three days at the start of lockdown doing those things. Do you have a hobby, Jordan? Man, I'm insanely addicted to chess. Is that a hobby? Yeah. Yeah. It's It's become like, it's become ridiculous. I feel like, yeah, I've watched, in YouTube, we talk about YouTube a lot. Literally, all of my recommendations and everything I watch is like chess tutorials, chess highlight videos. Are you playing online? I play online, yeah. Is it like strategy stuff? Like what like the videos? Chess, yeah, that like chess strategy. No, it's like guys like talking about openings and tactics and shit. Crazy. I like games, man. Man, like, games are good. I, I'd be similar to that, but for like shooting games and like zombie games and like just just mad games. So yeah, I definitely have. Thing you know, I like about thing I like game. about games is if there's like a you there's a result in your work ethic, yeah. if that's a fucked up right, way of thinking right, about right, it. Like, right. If you practice at like, let's say Call of Duty, you can know if you're better than that person. There's like, yeah. a, there's like a clarity in knowing that you're better than someone at some point. <laughs> <laughs> or the game could just be a fun to play. No, it could just I, feel good. I don't play games I'm not good at. <laughs> Except chess, I'm not good at chess, so. Man, I, I play, do you know what it is? YouTube is so interesting to me because they took like a simple idea when I was really young. I got like re- memories of me being really young and like watching over my cousin's shoulder, uh, shoulder as he's playing games. Yeah. And if you think about YouTube and the whole, people literally do playthroughs of games and yeah. stuff online. I'm literally doing <laughs> what I was doing when I was you like, because I never used to like. There's certain games that back in the day where it's like I was just too young to play them. Yeah, yeah. Like people just slashing up people or like yeah. or just games I'm too young to play basically. Mm-hmm. Or games just looked like too much work for me. Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah. I can't be asked to get into it, yeah. but it's nice watching someone else yeah. play. And the it's victory. like I'm watching a. Yeah, and you're, and you're watching it with the. And you're part of the team. Like, you're like, oh, and that happened. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Down. And oh, they've man. basically turned that into. I don't know was whether that's conscious or not, but that's a. I feel like that's why games and stuff blew up on YouTube. Or just watching people do stuff in general, watching yeah. people cook, mm-hmm. watching people like. I still ain't going into the cooking thing. I might have to. I want to get into that, but. It's a whole rabbit hole on YouTube. There's sections in YouTube that are just like... Man, YouTube's honestly amazing. YouTube is my, my favourite. My what's favorite what's that thing you mentioned before? Mukbang. Was it Mukbang? Mukbang, yeah. I'm, it's bad. I'm really into Mukbang. So explain what Mukbang it is. It sounds... Quickly. I know it sounds... What dirty. is that? It's not dirty. It's basically people having... 
so us eating food yeah. and someone recording it and having a conversation. So like remember how we like when we're eating our Korean food yeah. and I was eating and having a chat. That's a mukbang. But you have a camera there and you, that's literally it. Wow, what? Well, a, who are these people so, you watch? So there's a guy Just <laughs> there's, a guy, there's a guy called Well he changed his name but it was it's um Tim Tim Timothy Delaghetto. Yeah. Um <laughs> What uh, name? Yeah, um, he. So he's a famous mukbang YouTuber. So he does like the. My, he's my favorite mukbanger. Okay. <laughs> Nuts, crazy. It sounds so crazy. But yeah, like <laughs> this is like I, a guilty pleasure. I, I, no, it's second. really. But I don't. I don't talk about it up publicly. <laughs> but you know, with your podcast. But no, because no, it's, yeah. it's so dumb. You're there, but it's just so like. Oh, it's gonna sound so sad, but. <laughs> it sounds like it's, it's like it's like company. It's like you're watching like you're watching like oh it's like a really cool interview, but you're like you're part of it because you're. Eat, I make sure I'm eating while I'm watching the mukbang. This is so sad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's so, so bad. Sad, I have to say bro. something slightly embarrassing to combat that. Let me think. YouTube. <laughs> Let me think. Okay, hold on. You, Man. YouTube's mad because, like, okay, yeah. I watch, you know, I watch a lot. Well, I read a, I read manga. I don't really watch anime too much anymore. I used to watch a lot of anime, but yeah. now I just read manga, which is, that's even nerdier than watching anime. It's basically just reading the comics. You yeah. know, it's not even like people ain't even moving. They're just reading it, basically. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know anyone else that reads manga yeah. in, in I don't know anyone I don't either do you know what I'm saying I know <laughs> I know a lot of, <laughs> I know a lot of pe- people that watch yeah. anime but again I only have maybe like one or two people and I, I really know yeah, yeah, yeah. that watches so like I can't discuss anything with anyone that so happens when you say in, you read manga like what there's like a website and it has like new manga is that, is that like mangas that you read or is it because it's like chapters come out every week basically oh, so it's like the new chapter which is only like 12 pages or whatever yeah. but it's like an ongoing story that's been going on for 20 years do you know what I mean there's like oh. stories like that you just follow and then it's just a new chapter added it's like when people watch their new yeah, like soap opera like yeah, South Park episode yeah, so, yeah. the new the new uh, not hustle what's the 50 cent power the new yeah. power for the week but I yeah. just read it in 12 pages basically mad but it's like a yeah it's not in, it's not interesting unless you it's just my investment of it over the years since I yeah. was young where I need to see the story through to the end. This is why I do it, but I don't really, but I say that to say, on YouTube, there are people that discuss things, like discuss the new chapters or discuss theories of what might happen. Yeah. Like you you said you used to watch Game of Thrones theories and shit, right? Or you used yeah. to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never used to do that, but for these mangas, <laughs> anime, blah, blah. Yeah. Why are you calling me out like that? <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones was a, at, at one point, it was the world's most popular show, right? Definitely. Like, the, the number one show in the... There were Game of Thrones podcasts. Yeah. Like, podcasts that literally uh-huh. were birthed. Yeah. Rest in peace. To discuss. Yeah. Well, like, it's like, it's <laughs> what do like... you think they talk about now, these <laughs> podcasts? <laughs> I don't think they stopped, probably. Are you sure? They yeah, got, like, they probably stopped. Well, oh, Emily oh, Clark's oh. working on the new... <laughs> well, no, the book... I think like, Game of Thrones was obviously, like, there's a book in it. So I think... They've changed in the end. The book ending go. is different to the ending of the TV show or something like that. So I think people like will be like, oh, I think that he's going to say it and this yeah. guy's going to be saying There's and theories that. and stuff, bloodlines, all that stuff, yeah. man. People, well, I, people I, I, like, do, I do that with like break, like Breaking Bad. Like, oh, man, I watch all, all time. All the theories. All time right, classic. Right, right. Um, like with Better Call Saul, the prequel, like I'm, I watch every theory. There's this thing we're here now anyway <laughs> I've just brought balance back to the universe are you going to plunge yourself do you want, do you want, do you want to bring myself some balance to your yeah, equation yeah bring, 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 you're, I mean, you're, go on Jordan man you I, I love story? YouTube <laughs> Jordan started with chess fam that Jordan chess, with chess I'm not embarrassed chess I, I think it's <laughs> the greatest thing man the oh. last three weeks the last three weeks yeah. I don't know how I've managed to get down these rabbit holes but at the end of a YouTube session I'm watching 
siblings that have haven't seen each other in 15 20 years surprise each other and the videos of them arriving Jordan, but that's so just right that, that's <laughs> rubbish tv that's, you know reality tv army so soldiers coming home and like i do sometimes it's that time of the night you know 11 30 amy's asleep Marty's in bed <laughs> To be honest, that's reality TV. Why are we even like people watch nonsense? Go, 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 and so do we. Google box. box, yeah. Yeah, you know. But I mean, this is it. You gotta listen to no, what Barney. Is what you're it say? is now. We can't even remember what Barney originally said. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Know. Let's what move on to the into the next section. Music. <laughs> See some music. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do. Who's going, who's going first? first? Uh, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Cheers. Fine. <laughs> <laughs>
and that was Linda Dawn with Move. I got my radio voice on for that one. Um, uh, I, I actually heard this song and Alpha show. Alpha had a sh- Alpha had a show um, in Peckham, and some one of the DJs played this song, um, and I shazammed it, and I thought it was like a 80s, 70s song, and it's a recent song came up the other day, and she's from London. Um, massive fan of her voice. Love the production. Um, so yeah, what did you guys think? Linda Dawn move. It was like it was like Magic FM. But in a good way. I mostly people wait. People have a good perception of magic, though, yeah. right? Uh, What's that? Magic I kind of like it's like classics. Basically, plays classics, right? Like it's like my it's like perfect song Sundays. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that's this tune reminded like it's like it's from a different era. Yeah, yeah. It felt really good. It was sick, and the voice was really nice as well. Yeah, really nice. Quite quite surprised um, that it's recent. Do you mm. know what I mean? So yeah, that era of music just yeah I don't I'm trying to think of other artists that I really like from that era Anita Baker is yeah. that but she's yeah she's one of my favourite artists from that era I'm trying to think of other people but there's loads of other people yeah, yeah. Um, that was sick yeah yeah I can't, I'm surprised Can't I never heard it. of her before yeah but I suppose that's the thing in it like it's there's so much music and sometimes you can kind of miss it um, but yeah like I love that she's from here as well I think that's wicked it was sick <clears throat> nice chords just had that like sleazy vibe you yeah. know because sometimes you, people make like nostalgic music, as yeah. it were, but it sounds like shit because it's not the same. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It doesn't sound great. Yeah. Like, but that was really good. It was like, oh yeah, my yeah. God, that's like really, like fits in and nice and lovely. What do you think the sound is? Like, you know how that sounds 80s or, mm. or whatever that era is. Mm-hmm. What do you think the sound of now is? For what? Well, exactly. Ooh, weekly podcast. The thing uh, like the, the... In, in 2045, what, when they go, oh, that's so... Tw- that's so 2020 yeah yeah I feel like the problem with that is it's going to be charts based so whatever you're hearing in the charts yeah. that's the sound of the 20 so like that the trap rap thing well yeah well, remember when like I remember like I heard I was I ha- like someone had a conversation with somebody like that was like a musician back in the day um, maybe like the 80s or the 70s mm. and spoke about Stevie Wonder and like they were saying like Stevie Wonder wasn't like it's like a pop guy and you're going, what? Well, Steve Wonder's amazing. But at the time, obviously, it's pop music, innit? And, like, pop yeah. music is relative. So the same way that we might feel about somebody that's, like, quite mainstream that makes, like, I don't know. Like Taylor Swift. Like Taylor Swift or a Beyonce or whatever. Or Coldplay. And no. be like, oh, my God. But in 20, 30 years, 50 years' time, we could be like, oh, my God, do you know about Beyonce? And they're like, oh, yeah. That's Man, great. I was listening to some Destiny's, early Destiny's Child. <laughs> it on, is baby. insane. Destiny. Baby, come uh, on! It's just nostalgia. Compared to Beyonce's we, we new stuff, in... it's like not even. Yeah, but I, I do. I do think it's nostalgia though. Alpha. Yeah, it's nostalgia. But the thing is, we don't have nostalgia. I don't have nostalgia for the eighties. And the, the, to be honest, I don't really care for the eighties. I'm more about the seventies and maybe the nineties. Nineties yeah. is maybe nineties might be subconscious nostalgia, but I literally I wasn't conscious enough yeah. in the nineties to take in. But yeah, seventies I just really like. Eighties yeah. I know why people like it mm. but that I wasn't born in the 80s either yeah. whereas like noughties yeah yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean like it's, like, it it's lifestyle like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like Britney and all that as well do you know what I mean like it's like yeah like, but, but it might be alpha what about, the, what about the tens the 2010s That's, I think yeah what's happening then <laughs> no yeah, but what no, no, <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't understand why you're number one. Wow. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's getting less. But you know what it is? I think sometimes, a lot of the time as well, um, the DNA of the year before influences the music that we like now. Let me explain. So if I'm from, hey, hey, let me land, weekly podcast. Okay. If, if, if we're born in the 90s, yeah, mm-hmm. and we love music in the 90s, the people from the 90s were probably influenced by people in the 80s. So we're just hearing remnants of that influence in the music released in the 90s. Is that making any sense? No, it's not. Okay. So, no, 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 no. It is so making I'm, so sense. So I'm saying that like, you being, having, not sure having things about the 70s, maybe, yeah. might be because some of the music you liked in the 90s might have influences from people in the 70s. That's why it might feel like familiarity throughout. No, and the, that can always happen. The, the problem with the 90s, I don't, the problem I did, because I, I skipped a whole, I skipped the whole 80s period, but there's a lot of 80s in the 90s as mm. well. Do you know what mm, I mean? Yeah. So really, the 90s should make me like the 70s and the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, again, the 70s. Yeah. So yeah, but... Uh, no, no, there, there's truth there that the next the next decade yeah. is slightly affected by the decade and, and before. And you, could, and, and you could skip. And goes one way or another. Yeah, yeah. The 70s was just the last decade before electronic stuff started happening. So it's like no, disco pure was, music. Well, disco was in the 70s. Yeah, but disco is a lot of the time live band. Live, yeah. Oh, was it? With like claps. I thought we were talking about like Simpson stuff came in the 80s. Yeah, like when all the synths and the drum machines came, music took a big change. Right, people yeah. were just trying stuff out because it was new. Yeah. And to be honest, they're doing that now as well. Yep. But it's not like I'm like, oh man, the 60s were great. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. 60s and the 50s. Oh man, what about them 40s? Do you know what I mean? I don't really, <laughs> yeah. I don't really care about them. Like I, you know, I love like um, uh, what's the most, what's the, what is the most famous Miles Davis album on, on, in, in the world? Why, kind of why blue. Why is that kind of blue? <laughs> that's that's 60s basically, and it's not like, do you know what I mean? I don't really love the whole era. There's albums from there, but. Yeah. Something about the 70s, skip the 80s, the 90s is good. Yeah. The, and I'd the, skip noise. The... the noise is wavy. The noise was that teenage years, wasn't it? I love them. I think musically as well it was wavy. I love I love Destiny's Child. Oh, to be I honest, love, I love the it was D'Angelo. D'Angelo. D'Angelo, Talib Kweli, Mel's Death. Erica Badu, Jill Scott. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it was cool, but those are... Blink one eight two, back. This is how you remind me of what I really am. <laughs> I think yeah. <laughs> no, okay, okay. I I need to give Naughty some more credit because yeah. I was actually conscious at that point. The nineties was good, but that was me looking back through the nineties. It wasn't. I wasn't growing up for the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. The the tens. But, I'm gonna be honest with that, you. That good kid. Mad City. That's ten. Yeah. That's ten. That's, that's, that's Anderson Park. Oh, that's not the Amy Winehouse. The tens, though, right? Adele. Beyonce. Fuck. <laughs> it wasn't like that. Like, I don't know. I think so. The tens far, is a bit shaky. When, when was the, the Lil Wayne era? Was the Lil Wayne that's, that's, era? That's, 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 that's yeah, the tens. Yeah, that's the tens are dead. That's the noise in the tens. Well, Drake is the tens. He's killed. He just killed the post post millennium, hasn't he? Well, yeah, bro. It's ridiculous. He's the artist of the century so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. Or would Beyonce? No, Drake, bro. Drake's been like number like in the. If they line up Grammys, I'm sure Beyonce. Yeah, but takes if you it. look at the Billboard Awards, you can't really like just literally just like been in the charts. What do you what do you what do you value? Oh, weekly podcast. Oh, cultural like, influence. Like, do you value Billboard Awards or Grammys? Grammy, sure. Nothing. I I value the music. <laughs> <laughs> I like the music, baby. I value the music. Yeah, yeah, no, no that's joking, a good no, answer. Grammys. Grammys, yeah. Grammys, of course. 
I honestly don't know. We spoke about um, because, bro, like I'm blue Abadi Abadi Abadi. Was number one for ages, bro. Then man, not. But thrift we, shop won the Grammy. That did. I'm saying out of the two, what I prefer. <laughs> 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 As in, that's not a great track, but got hip hop. I love that song. No, no, I, no, I know, no, but I'm saying out, out of twenty two, Grammys or twenty number ones. Twenty number 20 ones. Number ones. <laughs> Shit. But then, if you had twenty number ones, would you have twenty Grammys? You'd probably have three. <laughs> he done Mets the math. did the math. He done the math. Because usually, people that are that popular yeah. aren't that respected. Oh, got you. It's only Adele that's respected. That's that popular. Only Adele. He might be right. Fuck. You're number one, Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce but is she no? I don't think she's number one anymore. That sort of artist. Beyonce is number one in the world. Uh, she's not probably not selling as much as she used to, but Beyonce is still Beyonce. How Beyonce. do we get here? How do we get Beyonce. here? Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. Music. Ah uh, yeah. Sweet. Do you want to go next? Who's going next? Uh, Jordan, go next. I'll go next. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
That track was from John McCleary and it was called To Watch the World Slip Away. Really like that one. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Basically, <laughs> we had to start recording again because Jordan wasn't happy with his intro the first time. <laughs> his entrance. But that's cool. You must wonder like, how we... We basically have to stop the podcast, play a tune, and then start it back up again. But this tune, it's all about this tune. Yes. General McCleary. Mm-hmm. So sick, man. So I remember him back in the, um, well, back in the SoundCloud days. He probably wouldn't think he's part of the, he, I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't say he's part of the SoundCloud community and stuff from back yeah. in the day. But that's the, that's when I first started hearing I swear stuff. you played a tune of his at the, one of yeah, his first podcasts. Yeah, I played, I played one of his tunes. Age of Self or something. One of the ones that are. With you strings. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I played a John McCleary tune. It, I can't remember. It was definitely one of the earliest, maybe even before, definitely before the 20th episode. It was like early days. But you can't find those anymore. <laughs> <laughs> also, ha, ha, well, ha. Somebody actually DM'd us. Shout out to T. Peters. Yeah. He's, it's on SoundCloud. Well, we, we, we know this. <laughs> we know this. I just this. can't get on Spotify. Oh, no. But that's cool. Don't worry. Those are the... Yeah, the if you want to go SoundCloud and do SoundCloud to mp3.com <laughs> and copy and paste, you know how it goes, just like press X on those ads, you know how it goes. <laughs> um, but yeah, John McCleary, um, he was at what, Ninja at the time, I think? Yeah. And that's got to be five, six years ago, yeah. maybe even. Man, He's that, so that good. album he released so on that way, the, the track that you played. Had a massive impact on my discovering of like London and and like acoustic music with like electronic elements mm-hmm. and like orchestral stuff. So mm-hmm. he was a massive influence for Wallflower. You could probably hear it. How some... do you? Uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, that was so. Rude. I was about to say something quite profound. <laughs> <laughs> How do you man deal with like heroes, like or people that have influenced you? Like, do you t- do you actively tell people? So, like, say John McCleary, have you told him like, oh, yo, bro, your well, thing. yeah. It's I mean, it's weird now because. <clears throat> We had, we've talked on Instagram and like yeah. emailing now, yeah, like, yeah. but I'm like, I'm a massive fan. Yeah, I'm a massive fan of John McCleary. Yeah, and he's like next he likes basketball. He's like next time you're in Rotterdam, we'll play basketball. We'll like hang out. I'm like, oh, yeah, John McCleary, bro. <laughs> you don't want to have to destroy Again? him. <laughs> I can't destroy my hero, man. Yeah. There's a weird stigma about being an artist. Being a fan of another artist, let's say of a similar level. I get that though. Do you? Because if someone was a massive super fan of you and was constantly telling you how they love you, 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 and they're a musician as well, it would be a little bit weird that that change from being a super fan to then working with them as a peer. Do you think it makes them develop a God complex a little bit? Like, just sort of like a. Do they like go. Oh well, this person thinks I'm like this. Maybe I am like this. Where actuality, you're kind of like. Do you ever believe someone that's on your? And that's another thing. Like, mm. how do you? How do you, Who is on your level and who is above your level and who is below your level? Like, how do you? Right. How can you tell these things outside of a metric mm. sort of label system? Do you know what I mean? Point. Yeah, it's yeah. It's sort of tough. Like, I don't know who's but, on my. Like, I just but, know what PR associates me yeah. with. But I think it's more so like, um, uh, you know, interaction-wise. If somebody's like fanatical and can be quite intense, oh, it's it, might, way it, it, might, it might be a little bit awkward to be like, oh, I don't want you to like... But what even if just like out? their album drops and even just sharing it? Like, people don't do that now. 
Yeah, yeah. people are quite like, tactical. With there are people, yeah. obviously, we won't say who, yeah. but all over the world yeah. that like, um, you know, they, they're like on a similar level in a similar world. Yeah. And they don't share each other's music. Yeah. Because mm. Then they they probably are. They've probably listened to the album, or they might not like the album. That could be fair. But like, yeah. um, for example, I'm a massive fan of Gabriel Garzon, and we yeah. both make soul music. We both came from the SoundCloud era. Yeah. And whenever his music comes out, I'm always like, oh, I love this album, blah blah. Mm. But I know some people don't do that because yeah. it's like, oh, that competition? Like there's competition. Competition, yeah. Yeah, crabs in the back, crabs in the back. You know what I'm saying? That's like the idea of like... I crabs in the barrel. barrel. Crabs in the barrel. Or barrel. I said, yeah, I said, back, bucket or barrel, yeah. Backle. It's bucket <laughs> for us and then barrel in, what, in America? Yeah, probably. We don't say barrel here, do yeah, we? It's a barrel, America. It's like a... Uh, <laughs> Biden Harris. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you just whisper, Biden Harris. <laughs> No, fair enough. The people know. We don't have to get into that. Yeah, we know, know what it is. No, he's out, maybe. <laughs> well, last track. Alpha, make it good. Yep, we'll do. <laughs> <laughs>
So that was a tune by George Duke. Uh, the tune's called Faces in Reflection Number One. It's off of the album Faces in Reflection. I think it's like 1973 or 74, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, we were talking about 80s and 70s and 80s being about simps, but simps started creeping in yeah, in true. the 70s. And, um, it's true, yeah. Yeah. I used to listen to this tune on repeat, actually. There's like a nice chord section in the middle that just goes on for ages. So when you listen to it on repeat, it just sort of settles settles the nerves. But yeah, George Duke is an amazing uh, keyboard player, uh composer yeah sadly passed away um, yeah but yeah he's wicked he's wicked what did you guys think of the track sunday sunday living it works perfectly for a sunday <clears throat> um i think what i find really interesting about like the more i listen to jazz like via you lot the more when i had like no clue about jazz i thought it all sounded the same but now i listen to more of it i can see there's like differences in like accents and personality traits and within the music and I think with George Duke like it was you could feel like the 70s elements and the you know synthy bits and pieces that are kind of like what must have been very progressive for jazz at that time yeah it would have been to put that in there in the 70s and I think that's such an amazing thing to kind of feel that and be like rah this guy's like pushing the boundaries on music and that's such so I absolutely loved it yeah it was wicked yeah it was sick I really liked it I love um, really simple, not a crazy amount of parts. It's like everything was quite kooky. It was I had a very like kooky color. I love that middle section though. I love like a pedal note. Everything's changing around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love uh, that's like one of my favorite things in music. It's like a whole note, and the band is like moving around it. Oh shit! But um. Uh, Really nice. Yeah, just really nice track. Cool, cool, cool. And um, yeah, I guess we've come to the end of the... Podcast for another week. Weekly podcast. Yeah. Um, Subscribe. This one was more about... We were Us. talking about ourselves a lot in this podcast. We haven't done that for a while, though. So. We haven't. So that used to be what it was. Yeah, yeah it used to be that every week. It used to be, but then when you're doing it so often, it's like you don't have much new to say. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So every now and again, it's good to check in. Yeah. See what we've actually been up to. You know what I mean? It's called the check up, the check in, check up. There we go. But next, don't worry. Next week we'll get into what's going on in this sad, sad world we live in. But yeah, yeah. this one could be a nice positive one for your Sunday. Exactly, you know positive Sundays leading into. Positive Mondays, <laughs> but yeah, follow the Instagrams, please follow on, the YouTube. Follow everything. Um, um, thank you for listening. Thanks for yes. listening and, and for sharing it and all that kind of stuff. We'll catch Have you. Have a great week. Catch you next week. See Peace. you later. Bye.